On that note, I want to welcome everybody to the world according to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. Always a clean intro on this show. Um, we are, want to thank, welcome everybody that's uh, in the YouTube chat, going to be in the YouTube chat, and everybody that's been downloading the podcast at exceptional pace. I want to remind you, we are now on Getter, so go Getter and Gotter and follow Ben at Ben Stein. Um, please. And we are joined tonight by a man that is not simple, yet he runs the simplelifenow.com founder, Gary Collins. Thanks for having me. How are you, sir? Doing good. Can't complain. That's great. You seem very excited. Yeah, because that. I do nothing but complain. So there you go. We have, we have, we have, <laughs> so we have an even balance here. We, we, <laughs> And also, we are joined, of course, by icon, iconoclast, mathematician, statistician, mathematician, doctor, lawyer. I, I, could you remind me what a mathematician is? It's you're you're so good at math, mathematician and statistician. They made up a different category for you, mathematician. But of course, most importantly, America's humble servant and doctor, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. How are you tonight, sir? I have just gotten through some of the most difficult surgery of my life. This time, separating conjoined zebras. Very rare. <laughs> but uh, I was flown to a game park in Kenya, and I did it. And uh, then I was flown back on Hunter Biden's plane. And uh, here I am. Uh, <laughs> well, we know he gets cheap gas. Um, and we also know, we also know, I was, I had to go part of the way on the Democratic, Texas Democrats uh, plane, but it was fine, it was fun. Um, <laughs> what a fun plane. Um, Watch a lot of female mud wrestling. I, I wanted to, I wanted to tell everybody I got an email this morning, I'm not going to say who it was from, but yet, just yet, but it was a brilliant piece that somebody had written, and uh, it started July 2021, a month that will live in infamy. If there is such a thing as, quote, history in the Biden slash Orwell slash Soros omni dictatorship, July 2021 will mark the month of the Constitution, the, quote, greatest work ever thrown off by man, by the hand and mind of mind, quote, as Gladstone put it, was thrown into the ministry of truth, in the truth of the, uh, the ministry of truth memory hall. And uh, that's why when I love when Ben Boychik is on and he reads this stuff, um, it's not that easy. But of course, I read this this morning and it was written by your humble servant, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. And I was actually blown away by what you wrote. Um, God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. And um, I don't just say that. It was the rest of the piece is great. It'll be up at spectator.org very soon if it's not there yet. And Ben Stein, why don't you tell people how bad the month of July has been? Well, we have a constitution. It is, as I noted, and of course was noted as a noted millions upon millions of times, the greatest document ever struck off by the hand and mind of man at one time. It is the governing document for the greatest republic in the history of mankind, the United States of America. And what, one of its most crucial points is that we have guarantees of freedom of speech. Now, these guarantees of freedom of speech guarantee that the Congress shall make no law 
having to do with abridgment of freedom of speech. That's fine. That's great. But now we have a terrible situation where the big tech communications giants, I won't say their names, but we all know who they are, have conspired to keep conservatives blamed, shadow banned, I believe is the phrase my son uses, and make sure that the conservatives don't get their views across on the internet. Okay, so they would say, the conglomerates, these giant corporations would say, well, we're not covered by the constitution, we're private companies. But now it has been revealed by giant turnaround in her shoes, jump down, turn around, pick and bail hot cotton, pick and bail hay. She has been revealed. She has revealed that the government, the White House, is working hand in glove with these communications titans to control who has access to the internet, who gets followed, who gets surveilled, and who gets blocked. That means essentially the big tech and the government are one conjoined body now. And this is something so evil that the people who made the constitution did not even consider that this was a possibility. But now they are clearly one entity, government and private. So clearly the first amendment applies to them. Even the current utterly spineless Supreme Court should be able to see that. Amen, Ben Stein and Gary Collins. When I read that this morning, I wanted to write because a few weeks ago, Ben wasn't um, as I was, no, no, I was not. I, I, what I said to you, Judah, my dear friend, was I want to see the evidence. I said, you, your suspicions are quite brilliant, but I want to see the evidence. So now, Gary, I say to Ben, welcome to the revolution. Well, it was interesting that they admitted to it. That was pretty it's documented now it's now it's evidence which She'll is probably retracted now probably but ben i have a question for you on the that side what are the what are the avenues that can be taken against the government and big tech on this issue how is the lawsuit well, brought and who brings it against uber eats we are, we 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 can have we just us us uh, Humble little Ben Stein and Judah and user could sue because apparently there is some evidence. Some I don't say it's not. I don't say it's conclusive that we are being shadow banned because of our pro-conservative agenda and pro-conservative voices. And if we we if we can sue uh, Google or whoever it is who's shadow banning us and allege that they are working with government and therefore they are in violation of the First Amendment. We should be able to get that into any federal district court. Not necessarily will, because the courts these days are totally, totally, if I may use this phrase, pussy whipped by the uh, Democrats. And uh, so it's, uh, we don't know that we can do it, but if we keep trying, maybe we'll get in there and we certainly should be able to. And, and if the powerful Republicans in the Senate move, made a move in that direction, they should certainly get in. And a lot of people are saying that Trump's lawsuit has a lot of merit. A lot of extremely smart lawyers are saying that there is a lot of merit in his lawsuit. So um, if, any, if, if there's anybody that could start the ball and chain going, it is uh, President Donald J. Trump. Um, I pray that, uh, as you've been bringing up constantly, it's the judges getting here, you know, hearing it in front of the judges. But uh, Gary Collins, it is... Um, I like that you said they finally have 
why would they admit it? And the, the better thing is, why not? Who's, I mean, who's going to question them on it? You, you make yeah. it like, like some press pool person and there is going to be like, what are you talking about? You, you made a mistake. You didn't mean that, Jen Saki. Yeah. yeah. It, well it, put, well put, well put. Well, it's like them saying, you know, like uh, Bernie Sanders and, and AOC going, we don't believe in socialism. No, it's on record. You said you were a socialist. <laughs> you believe in socialism. It's it's kind of amazing. They'll, they'll, I agree with Ben. They'll retract it. I got another question for you, Ben. Old Joe Biden, when did he become – because you have been around a long time. I was a puppy. I was barely born when that guy entered his useless political career as a dirtbag and a criminal. When, how did he become working-class Joe? That's a no great one in that question. family has his... ever had a goddamn job, ever. Well, he, his father had a job. His father was a car salesman. His father had a job. But he, uh, and that's a perfectly decent job. That's a perfectly legitimate job. He said, he but, said Joe Biden. But, but it, not Joe Biden's yeah. father, yeah, not Joe. But uh, I think he changed as the Democrat Party tried to make itself more and more like a classic European socialist party uh, and uh, a classic, uh, and then moved more and more, even left from them, to make himself a classic racial economic party where uh, racial issues have merged with the economic issues to try to uh, overthrow the government as, as both racist and a capitalistic exploit, capitalist slash exploitative or exploitive. So we've got, uh, I, I'm not sure when that was exactly, but I think that the turning point was a horrible guy. I shouldn't say this about any fellow human being, but uh, some say a horrible guy named George McGovern who really took the Democratic Party on a hard left turn. And uh, he got absolutely got the crap kicked out of him by President Nixon in the 72 election. But then the media attacked Nixon fiercely and got him kicked out of office. So, But I think it was at about that time that the average Joe, so to speak, in the Democrat Party started to turn left. And Biden, who, as I said, had all through the 70s and early 80s been a reliable segregationist started to change and when he saw the direction the Democrat Party was going he changed the law. Okay so you just said something and and I I'm being serious when I say this so people used to probably say he's a, he's he's an a, he's average he's a, he's just an average joe right. referring to his mental his, his mental acuity. Um, I think that's giving him too much credit. No but then it went on to become He's just your average Joe, right? And um, and it's sort of Gary. Um, the 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 moniker probably stuck. Stuck. And um, but I want to get to something else. So um, it, it, I, Biden. I don't know if this was done purposely. You never know with him if it's done purposely or just out of sheer. You know, it's past six o'clock at night and certain sicknesses are starting to creak in. But he uh, blamed Facebook. For killing people, Gary, you saw this, right? Um, for, for with the with with um, with COVID and with the messaging, he basically, you know, with people with their freedom of speech about COVID. And now, supposedly, Facebook Ben is angry at the Biden administration. They're fighting back. Supposedly, the day after they admitted that, um, that they're that they're colluding. Supposedly, now Facebook is really angry with the Biden administration. Now, wait a second. Let me back up a second. Average Judah, 
uh, when did when did uh, average Joe Friday. say Friday said that Facebook had killed it, people? It's essentially killing people because of the of of again what they're considering misinformation. Um, well, so, they better crack down some more. They're letting way too many people online. And you know, just, you know right? And and, and it's, it's now that you, and you say that um, I'm not exactly. One of the things about being online, and we've been speaking about this, is um, I was reading a very interesting piece today that would extremely help Cuba is putting them online. You know, we have the ability to to um, to get them to get them a lot of service. I mean, forget about weapons. The most powerful thing we know is people getting their voices out, and um, the fact that we won't even offer that is 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 an absolute disgrace. Disgrace. Um, that is. A and you made that point very recently, Jude, and it was a brilliant point. And uh, what on earth do uh, hippie billionaires like uh, Mr. Bezos and uh, the other people who are the head of these tech companies, what on earth do these hippie billionaires have to say in defense of themselves? You know what, you know what they have to say in defense of themselves, Ben? They're, they're, they're all stroking their own you-know-whats of, of, of Branson getting into space and you know Bezos is going to be the next one into space. Like, He's going into space. Well, Richard Branson went last right last week. I know, I know, I know, but Richard Branson is not quite as much of a goofball as Bezos. Well, I mean, you know, he, uh, he yes, I, I believe that is Bezos' plan. Um, he the wow. Amazon, the Amazon spaceship delivery system. Um, well, what 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 is? I, I have a question, respectfully. What is gained by these guys going into space? It, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a, it's who's got a bigger, you know, what contest? I mean, I, I, I Gary, I mean, I can't think of anything more of it other than that would be LeBron James, right? Yeah. Well, see, so you're missing the point about Cuba though, and the internet. They don't really need the internet because they're so busy running world class hospitals, <laughs> and you know they don't have any time for that. They're they're saving lives with their high tech hospitals. So doing, you know, minimally invasive surgeries with robots. So, you know, it, it's funny too, because now that Cuba has melted down yet again, go figure, you know, socialism communism has never worked, but for some reason, Cuba seems to work, even though it doesn't. It's amazing. It is, it is astonishing. It has never worked at all. Never. And yet it is still so appealing to stupid young people and young people who are young, and that means they have juicy, firm bodies. Should be having sex instead of worrying about communism. I don't uh, think I, they're having sex anymore either, Ben, according to the statistics. Really? When you got a bunch of angry uh, white chicks right, with full hair and 100 pounds overweight calling you a racist, it's kind of hard to get a boner at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to the Saturday Night Special of the World, according to Ben Stein. Um, I want to thank everybody that's in the chat uh, room. We are watching. I am watching and I am reading it. Um, it's greatly appreciated. I want to remind everybody to continue to download that podcast, even if you listen to us here. Um, anywhere podcasts are downloadable. Of course, also Gary has an amazing podcast, simplelifenow.com. Um, and I suggest you uh, start listening to Gary because he's going to, we're all going to be needing to live off the grid. Um, and I would just want to remind everybody, Ben's email is benstein.substack.com, but also start following us on Getter. Get that app and start following us. We will be um, very active on it. And on Let's that, get I don't want to, sorry, what is that? What is that, Judah? What is Getter? Oh, Getter is the um, uh, 
is the but uh, is the new app. It's a conservative, you know, it's not conservative. It's just like a Twitter type of app started by, I believe, Trump's former communications director. And uh, oh. they've had a huge surge. Uh, at least two or three million have joined in, you know, you know, great. a few weeks. Great. Sounds great. And um, and they as of now, they haven't been banned or shadow banned from the Apple store or uh, Google Play or any of the other things. But I, I wanted it. to. I wanted to get into something um, very, very quickly, but we're about to have another lockdown here in this fine county we live in, known as well, LA but County. Well, you who are my main source of information tell me now that maybe it's not going to happen. No, I, what I said was that the sheriff's department, is, which was a great line, said they're not going to enforce it because science doesn't um, uh, support this, this shutdown. And I thought, oh my God, that is just good for this, good, good for Villanueva, the, the the Los Angeles County Sheriff, for actually having enough guts. And I said to you, I hope that the LAPD would follow suit and have enough guts to uh, to not, um, you know, to not brown shirt us. I mean, Ben Stein, this is absolutely another mask mandate. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's another it's it's ridiculous unless they have clear data that this is a vital health-preserving move. And uh, it's interesting that our beloved county of Los Angeles has not come out with such news. Now, bear in mind, I am not speaking to you from Los Angeles County. I'm speaking to you from a secret location, not far from Los Angeles County. But uh, I'd like to see, I mean, my gosh, it's Los Angeles County. It's very, very large county rolling in money. Why can't they put out a booklet or something uh, which shows the data that where a third inoculation, sorry, that, that a new face mandate, face mask mandate is needed? Why can't they come out with that? This is a big, prosperous, super tech advanced county. Why can't they come out with that incredibly important data? So I was talking to Gary about this this morning, Gary, and we were talking about after 9-11, we had a commissioner. I brought this up on the show before, Gary. Um, there's, it's been a year and a half and there's been zero commissions. Nancy Pelosi won't let any forensic, um, forensic yeah. science to really be done on this, Gary. And so that answers Ben's question in a sense. We have no data. There's no freaking data. We're a year and a half in, and we still know nothing, Gary. But why? But wait a minute. But, 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 but my dear friend Judah, we are asking a really bigger question than that. Even if they had data on first mask mandate, where's the data showing that a second mask mandate would be helpful? Well, Gary, I mean, the point being is you don't need data. Well, the, you don't need data when you make up your own science. Um, and it's funny, a year and a half later, now they're like, oh, yeah, it probably came from the Wuhan lab. Yeah. No shit. It's like everyone knew that from the word go. And everyone but the Democrats. Everyone but uh, Democrats, which they knew because they funded some of it. Well, there's a, there's a very wonderful movie, I, I, I think, it's Treasure of the Sierra Madre. I, I, I might be wrong. But uh, in which a group of Mexican uh, banditos are chasing after some American miners uh, having to do with a gold mine or silver mine, and the uh, Americans say to the Mexicans who are banditos are claiming to be law enforcement officers, well, if you're law enforcement officers, where are your badges? And the Mexican banditos say, badges? We don't need no stinking badges. <laughs> and I, and I, th I think what we have here in glorious L.A. County is 
a superstructure of the government that says data, we don't need no stinking data. What we say is data. The Fuhrer, the Fuhrer himself said, what I say as the inspired Fuhrer is worth more than any quantity of Jewish science, which is all fraudulent and bullshit, said the Fuhrer. Now, I think we have something similar going on in LA County, which is, excuse me, the powers of beer saying, we don't need your Jewish science. We have the word of the LA County Council. Yeah, yeah you know, uh, Gary, as uh, Ben was saying that, I was starting to think to myself about the Bible. And it's amazing how everybody on the left loves to mock the Bible as mm -hmm. amazing stories that never could have happened. Yet on a daily basis, the religion of the left yeah. is constantly making up data and they have no problem believing. So Gary Collins. Well, well, the, the, the fact that they're blocking the investigation that would prove where the source was from. And we should be able to go after China for all the monetary losses, all the, the families should be able to get uh, money for their death of their, their uh, family members or whatever, because we, if they can prove, but they don't want to do any of that because they're in bed with China. The, the, the country that wants to take us over and kill all of us, basically, if they get the chance, they're in bed with them. I mean, they have made trillions of dollars off China. China has made trillions of dollars off us, the, the Americans, the working Americans. The fact that we, you know, I can't go into a store and not and try and find a product made in the USA is like a needle in a haystack. Almost everything is made in China. That is lunacy to me. Well, that may be lunacy or may not be lunacy, but I think, it, but I, what I think is clearly not lunacy is if the government is going to tell us people, we're not machines, we're not monkeys, we're not dogs. They're going to tell us people to wear a mask over our face. They should have a pretty damn good reason for it. Now they're going to say, somebody's going to say something about the Delta variant, but is there evidence that the Delta variant is in fact uh, affecting people in a lethal way? Is there evidence that a mask they would keep it? Literally from zero, Ben. I would say I want to say where's close the data? To, I want to where's say close data? to zero, close Ben. To zero. Yeah. Because if Sorry. we if I want to say it's close to zero, because if it was, we would have every there would be a new death clock. It would be COVID right. death, right. and then next to it, it would be the Delta variant. And then the next month when the Qantas variant comes out there, the new death toll will start on that and, and so on and so on. But you don't need the, and, and somebody brought up a, a point I brought up in the last show, which was, yes, I do believe we are being beta tested. And what's very, um, what's very interesting is I, I had this conversation with a friend of mine who's a conservative and he's a conservative in the closet. And um, I told him this, Ben, and I said, you know, it's beta testing. And I said, we're coming up on an election and he's like, oh, I don't want to go down to that, to that conspiratorial, you know, and I was like, down what conspiracy, what, what conspiracies haven't come, haven't been proven then to be true in the last five years. Uh, that, that's a very good question because the whole case against Donald Trump was basically a fraudulent conspiracy. Uh, he was just, he was not a perfect human being. And he had, was kind of crude and bragging, to put it mildly. But in terms of colluding with China, uh, doing all, and anything illegal, uh, that was all fraudulent. So, uh, so these conspiracies, again, it, 
when we say there were conspiracies against the president, conspiracies against Mr. Kavanaugh, the Supreme Court uh, justice, that was true. There were conspiracies against these people. And no, you know what's interesting? Nobody's been punished for these conspiracies. The, the, for the conspiracy, let's just say a clear-cut one against Mr. Kavanaugh. There's a, we, we, we conspiracy theorists on the right said there's a conspiracy against Kavanaugh. And it turned out there was. These stories about him were completely made up. Why hasn't anyone been punished for them? Why hasn't anyone been prosecuted for, for malicious slander a criminal libel? Why hasn't anyone been punished for that? I, you know, Ben, I love that you're, I mean, I, I feel, I, I, I love your sincerity, but I also love at the same time you're asking a question that we all know the answer because they're all together. It's like they're just one big circle jerk of, of, of people that are, that have made the rules that, um, you know, you ask for um, data, you ask for science. The only time, <laughs> Gary, they don't give us data or science is like when it's needed. Um, oh, there, is, always, there is no data. Yeah, there, right, there is no data or science. They wanted to. As far as I know, there's no clear data or science that the first mass mandate works very well. Okay. If there is such data, it's kind of surprised me it hasn't been produced. By the way, Ben is not saying anything negative somebody, about the vaccine. Ben, he's got no, the no, vaccine. Not at all. Not at all. I got the, the vaccine. vaccine. I got it. I got it just as prescribed, exactly as prescribed. And I would do it again. And uh, I, I heard a lot. It made now. me very uncomfortable, but I would do it again. Well, I, I, said, I'm saying talking about the masks. Plus, not only that, we're not. We haven't seen any data really on the vaccines either yet. I mean, it's it's we're 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 way into this. And we have, I mean, I believe I want to say the CDC or Beck Gary, one of these, one of these, I mean, I mean the CDC well, we, we, we do have evidence that masks cause harm, especially to kids. It's a no brainer. The human body is not meant to, to inhale its own carbon dioxide. Those are for no, plants no, to consume in order to produce oxygen. Right, Humans right. are not designed that way. And the fact I, I, that. I, would, I can't wait. There's going to be people with brain damage. There's going to be kids with brain damage. There's going to be lung damage. And then they're going to go. Oh well, we didn't know. And you know what I what I find so interesting. I, I I'm not sure where you are since you're off the grid, but I know you're in the southwestern U.S. But we're all in the southwestern U.S. too. Is when I see people riding around in cars with the air conditioning on, the windows rolled up, wearing masks, and they're by themselves. I think to myself, What's going on? What are they doing? What 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 do they think they're protecting themselves from? They're the only people in the car. What are they doing? I have a theory. I see it every day. I they was started with off wearing the masks like that, you know, when it first hit, and they continued to do it. Now they got brain damage. I think they're brain they're <laughs> mentally incompetent now. They have no idea. They're they're done. <laughs> they're cooked. And I just went, Ben. Obviously, it's anecdotal data. I'm just going to give this. I, I um. I want to say last week when I was going to Target, it was probably 50-50 or maybe 60-40 not, people not wearing masks to masks. The mask mandate starts tomorrow. I went to Target tonight and I went to Target, I want to say about 10 in the morning. And I, I kid you not, 98% of the store was wearing masks. Ugh. I went to Rite Aid, 98% of the store was wearing masks. And I know this is just anecdotal data. And I was like, mm, no, no, it's absolutely. very good. Very good. 
you dipshits. I mean, like, what are you, you, you have just hook, line, and sinker fell for, <laughs> fell for, what are we not, Ben Stein, what are we not going to fall for? I mean, I mean, it, it, it's really amazing when you look at back and you go back six years, Ben Stein, and we look at everything that they did to Trump and, and, and obviously everybody, you know, if you really thought about it, was like, this is absolutely insane. I mean, you, you guys are just have lost your damn freaking minds. And, uh, and, and, and what will people on the left not fall for or fall into? Or, I mean, it, I don't think it's so much that, uh, my dear friend, Judah. I think it is uh, the astonishing power of government. And it's scary that government has so much power that even a whisper that's going to start 24 hours from now is enough to make people duck down and cover up their faces. People are really, really scared. Now, I keep that saying, what are they going to do to me if I walk into my favorite grocery store, pavilions, without wearing a mask? What are they going to do to me? They'll say, they'll probably say, Ben Stein, we know you. We know you. We know you. You're always here buying salmon. We know you. You can't have any salmon unless you put on a mask. Okay. I'll put on my mask because I want my salmon. But I would like to know, for most people who are not buying salmon, what's the punishment? Um, you know, I want to say something, you know, you, you, Gary, the other night we were talking a lot, Ben, about get, get, just walking in naked into pavilions. But I want to say something about that. Should ben. we do the show naked tonight? No. Um, yeah, there was a but, lot of naked talk in that last show, I know. But, um, but I want to say, you walking into pavilions without a mask and naked, you could simply say to them, my data suggests that this helps fight the COVID, that this helps COVID, <laughs> flu, listeria. I, you you have as much data and evidence, Ben, as they do about everything else. I mean, I was in Anawal Lumber. I'm not kidding. I, back to somebody, Gary, wearing the plastic glove, the surgical gloves and a mask. Oh and I'm looking at this person going, there's no data. What's there, there has, It has never been proven that you could get it off metal or off objects. Remember when the beginning, when everybody was like, wipe the gas tank, you know, not only that, but you, even if you're immunized, you have to, you have to wear a mask too. So that defeats the whole purpose. That's of really good. Science. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah no so science. why, so why did we have the shots if it didn't do anything? That, that's exactly right. It's, it's sort of like Ben, like saying, just go to, just go, get, just go to Africa, get malaria. Um, it, 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 there's no, I mean, it's um, it, these people. I mean, obviously, it's it's all about control. It's all about power. It is, but it's about the awesome power of government. It's about the awesome, scary power of government. My uh, his, my very very interesting historical. Uh, what should I say? Uh, a, a Moby Dick, for, with whom uh, whom I follow through the history books, and uh, George Gorley Wallace started out as a terrible segregationist. Just, Terrible. It is terrible to demean people on the basis of their race. That is just terrible. But later on in life, he said, no, I, I've changed my mind about that. I, I was wrong about that. And I'm really sorry. But what we are fighting for is the freedom of the individual to not be bossed around by the government. That is still, it seems to me, a very legitimate goal for the Republican Party, to not be bossed around by the government. We do not like being pushed around. And we're seeing too much being pushed around. I would like to know, because uh, I suspect both Judah and Gary have much better access to their phones and their internet than I do right now. 
I'd like to see how many other counties in America are followed suit, following LA County suit. None yet. And none that I've read about yet. None. Um, so, none. So, so, so wait a minute. So yeah, we in LA County are the only place yeah. now with a mask mandate? I mean, no, just yeah. a recall election. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> That's I, I'm, I'm convinced it's just beta testing until the recall election happens and um, until September 14th. Well, September 15th. Stir it up, up enough and cause enough, uh, you know, people losing their minds. What they're trying, I think they're trying to institute mail in balloting again. I yes, think I've to, said that. No, I've been. No so one can get to the They think I'm nuts. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying, <laughs> yeah, and they know that it will probably uh, knock down people voting too, as well. And then they just stuck the ballots again, all mail in, non traceable. Oh, we don't even know where this came from. The, the, Gary, they never. Nothing you know. was stuffed. Okay. It I was know. all, it was too legit to quit. Okay. It was too legit, you know, but on that note, if you just tuned in, you are listening to the world. According to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein, I want to thank everybody that's been in the YouTube chat. I love your discussions. I want to tell everybody to please keep downloading these episodes. It means the world to us. Um, those five-star reviews are great for both us and Gary and whoever, uh, simplelifenow.com. Find us on now on Getter, the new um, social media app and also benstein.substack.com for interesting news. And I know you guys didn't think we were going to talk about this, but there, uh, I, I don't believe you could um, get banned for saying about what's going on in Arizona. Um, it obviously had no effect on the election in Arizona. Uh, you know, Trump obviously lost, but the 144,000 ballots, Ben, <laughs> that, that they have zero proof were never sent out. Um, and uh, this, it's uh, in Maricopa, something. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry Gary, go, you, you go ahead, sir. No, no, Ben. No, I'm, no, I was just listening. Arizona, take off your rainbow shoes. That's yeah. a great song. And uh, then, of course, uh, this didn't have any influence on the obvious. No, 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 um, no, 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 of course not. And why was this incredible um, suspicion did Fox News call Arizona so early. What's going on here? What happened there? What was that all about? And uh, th 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 we, we keep proceeding as if we were a country uh, that worshiped science. We don't worship science. We worship anything that the leading edge of the proletariat calls science, which is the agenda of the Democrat party. That's what we call science. And it isn't science. It's just the propaganda, the agitprop of the Democrat Party, very far from being science. But, but, but Gary, on the same on the same toll, that's why I combine statistician and mathematician with mathematician, which that makes Ben. They don't just follow, not follow science. They don't follow the math. They know what? Follow Sorry, math. Yeah, right, right, right. I always say it's funny. I, I have a lot of people in my life who uh, ask me about this or that, and I say, sir or madam, you can defeat my opinions. Easily. There are many people who are better arguers than I am, but you cannot defeat arithmetic and you cannot defeat the science of statistics. And if I may say so, I was a pretty good science student of statistics and uh, the, the statistical analysis of the election I concluded last year still uh, points to some very questionable behavior, very, very questionable question. It didn't really happen and it all turned out to be fair and square. But uh, I think a statistician would find that there's some 
reason to worry. But, but Gary, this goes back to the point. We, where the hell are statisticians, mathematicians? Where, I mean, we're living in a time, Gary, which, and Ben brought it up this, this, this month of, of July. But Gary, where the hell are these people doing these forensic audits uh, 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 with COVID, with, with all the crap that's going on? Where are they? I mean, I'm sure there are private companies like Gary served this, this, you know, this great country for over 20 years. You had groups like Blackwater, right? You have other these like, like where's the statistical Blackwater group? I want to. Well, wait, of, wait, 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 with very many brilliant mathematicians and statisticians attached to it, very conservative. Why aren't they looking into it? Why aren't they doing some kind of study of it? There is, Ben, is the, is the great point because they know, because they're, they, many of them are still part of the, G, of the grand old party. They're not part of the, uh, new, the newer um, conservative movement, which is more closely akin to the Nixon conservative movement, or the closer to the Reagan conservative. No, but, the, but the Nixon, the Nixon, the Nixon conservative movement really did believe in data and really did believe in science. And un, unlike the people who attacked Mr. Nixon and threw him out of office for nothing for an imaginary. Oh, but Ben, how many Republicans run? were supporting Nixon in the end? That's exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. And, if that and, was your point. Right, I missed that's that. my point. That's right. So, that's right. The Republican so, Party could have kept Nixon in office. But they were too damn chicken and shit so my, to do so it. So you asked the question. He asked the question, Gary. My point was all these institutions, like the American, the American Institute for this or the Heritage Foundation, were, they're, and they're all, great people, they're great but people. are all never Trumpers. So they had no, um, they have no vesting interest in vesting doing interest, but they, vested but they have, but they have an interest now in making sure that we do not have a totalitarian yeah, but dictatorship lost, running America. So many of these people, Gary, have lost all form of, um, uh, nobody's listening to the, you know, nobody's re reading really anymore the, the National Review, the weekly, I don't even know if the weekly standard is still in business. No, it is not. It, it, but Gary, nobody is, uh, really gives a crap what um, Bill Crystal or George Will or any of these people well, have I, to say. I, 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 that, I don't think, with respect, I don't think that's the point. I, I've known Bill Crystal all his life since he was a, a junior high school boy, and I've always liked him. So I have no problem with Bill Crystal. I like him a lot, although I know he's not a, a Trump man. I, I have no problem with him not at all. Not just a Trump George man, Ben. Ben, he, for years, these people, and this is why I separate you from them, wrote and wrote and wrote, and we're, we're carrying the message of the conservative uh, movement and and really instilling what, what how we should what we should do how we should do it uh, from our foreign relations to to in America and once that a bunch of people in this country said you know we're really not that into this anymore we don't like we they abandoned us we didn't abandon them they could have come along for the ride back. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. And I and, certainly and, agree about George Will, who, although he's been always a very, <clears throat> I, I know him very slightly, not well at all, just very, very slightly. Uh, he has always been very friendly and nice to me. And as I say, Bill Crystal is always extremely nice and friendly to me. Uh, 
they, it seems to me, have abandoned the Constitution. That's what I'm worried about. I'm not concerned that that concerned about Mr. Trump. He's a rich man. He's got a beautiful house, many beautiful houses. He's got a beautiful wife. He's got beautiful children. Uh, He's all set. But what I'm concerned about is abandoning the Constitution. And that's what George Will did. Now, George Will, whom, as I say, I respect greatly. He's a terribly intelligent man, usually a very well-dressed man. But he is not standing up for the Constitution. So then how do you, I know, I, I, I know then you have to say, you, 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 Gary, in a sense, I, I respect him, but he's not following the Constitution. That Those are two uh, very uh, Those are big things. Those are huge things. Those, Those are, are two, huge, huge things. But Gary, jump right in, please. Oh, well, I don't think the Democrats have ever believed in the Constitution. I, I think they, they do not like it. They do not like individual freedom. Uh, it's it's well, I think they they like they like the Constitution being worth the Civil War because the Constitution explicitly sanctioned slavery, so they like that Constitution fine. That Constitution fine, but once uh, the Constitution, like that, sure, the Constitution explicitly sanctioned slavery, and explicit, but once the Thirteenth, Fourteenth, and Fifteenth Amendments have been passed, uh, yeah. barring slavery and giving slaves, uh, former slaves, all the rights of uh, white people. They didn't like that. that yeah, yeah, they didn't like that part. They didn't like that Yeah, but but by the way, that 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 to me is one of the absolutely most amazing uh, prestidigitation, meaning magicianship uh, tricks, has ever been done. Which is the Democrats somehow convincing people that even though they fought to the last man at the Battle of Petersburg to keep slavery, somehow they're the best friends of the blacks, and that even though they fought to the last man to keep the filibuster, to keep from black people from getting anti-lynching laws, that they're somehow the best friends of black people. How did that happen? Where, where did that come that's from? A, that's a great PR pan, uh, campaign of all time. Yes, I don't know. Greatest, yes, it's amazing. I mean, it, it's simply put, when you write history, when you're the companies that write the history textbooks, when you're the people that are writing, when leftists and liberals and college and, and all of them are writing the textbooks, Ben, you could write a most the most brilliant textbook, and it would be actual factual history, and it would never get into the classrooms because how dare you, Ben Stein? You you gave us history, not revisionist history, not revisionist studies or social studies or all these different things. That's why you know history is written by uh, you know to the victors goes to the spoils and, now, by, wanted- by, and by the way while, while we're on that i don't think our wonderful little show which is a small show to be sure but there are those who love it uh has really gotten into critical race theory anywhere near enough not even close to enough and here we have a whole country large parts of which have children being uh, brainwashed by this idea that the entire history of the United States has to do with the oppression of black people. Now, it is true that a lot of the history of the United States has to do with the oppression of black people. There's no doubt about that. Nobody ever, ever, ever studies ever what the lives of black people were like in Africa before they became slaves here. They were not playing polo. They were not playing golf at the country club. They had pretty miserable lives in Africa too. That's not an excuse for America. America's a lot better than that. But what critical race theory, the idea that all of American life, even since World War II, is based on the oppression of blacks, 
It's just nonsense and pure subversion, probably printed in the USSR. Right. I mean, Gary, you saw the story. I mean, what Ben's talking about with the UN, with the Biden administration allowing the UN to basically forensically study how racist of a society we are. Um, what? Wait yes. a minute. I didn't see yeah. that. Yes. Judy, you're yes. supposed to be in touch with me all the time. I, 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 could have sworn, I, I could have sworn I told you that story. Yes. The UN will be investigating um, how how racist we are as a country and the Biden administration is allowing that to happen. Tom Cotton has been very forceful and very. But this, Gary, I, I don't you can't make this another a, a, a great PR campaign yet again. The black population in America is the most successful black population economically, educationally, even as of all the problems their demographic has today in the world. And far, in America. by incomparably far. Yeah, and it, it, it's amazing. And somehow we've got tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people trying to crash through our borders because we're racist. I'm confused. I'm really confused. I'm not no. seeing a whole lot of them trying to race out of America and go live in Cuba. I'm a little or live in Africa. Out. I mean, how many, how many, how many American blacks are stupid enough to think that they'd be happier if they're back in Africa? No, blacks aren't stupid. They know that America is the best place in the world, and they they just want want to have a good time here, like everybody else. But somehow the Democrats make them seem, make them think that they're being oppressed. They're not being oppressed. They were, definitely, they were, without question, they were, no doubt about it, they were. But now that's a different, it's a different world. Why not take pride and pleasure in what we have accomplished? I well, love what Marco Rubio and I, know. I I have to say this real okay. quick. Go for it. And this is something that's taught all the time, and we're hearing it every day, that America is historically and was built on racism. That's complete, utter bullshit. America did participate in slavery. Our participation on the worldwide scale was very small compared to the rest of the world. And not only that, but blacks bought black Africans as well and enslaved them. Oh, there, there are graves all over this country littered with Italians, Jews, uh, Irish, Asian. Shut up. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Every ethnic group in this world at some point in history has been enslaved. Get over yourselves. You're no one special. I hate to break it to you, <laughs> you know? And, and let's, my God, uh, how old are you, Gary? Um, uh, 51. I love okay, it. Just so you're people, 25 to, years younger than I am. Give me a second. I uh, just want to tell people at home I, that are going to be listening to this podcast. I, if you watch this, if you get a chance, watch this too, because there's nothing like watching Ben get excited and getting closer to the computer screen. But go on, Ben. And I mean that in the best way possible. <laughs> the, the, I can remember when it was standard. Standard. Even in Washington, D.C., the nation's capital. Even in Silver Spring, Maryland, which was a, a suburb where I grew up, to call black people by the most terrible names, and even for the teachers to call them by the most terrible names. I can remember very well a high school dance in my high school where a black boy, young man, showed up at the dance with a white girl, and the place went crazy. And they, they, they called the girl's parents and 
her parents came and took her away and said that she never appeared in school again. She was sent to a private girls boarding school. I mean, that was America in my childhood. What a world we have been with. What progress we made. What incredible, unbelievable progress we've made. But we're still talked about by the left as if we were the American Nazi party. No, no, this is a great, great country. And our progress in terms of fighting racism has been exemplary and second to none. Okay, so I brilliantly said by both of you, by the way. So my question is, and I want to ask you both, because um, Marco Rubio suggested, and um, this is for people that haven't heard this story, but years ago, after Alec Baldwin threatened to leave the country, Ben saw him at a party and walked up to him and said, "What what are you still doing here? If you can't afford to move, the U-Haul's on me or something to that. Um, And Marco Rubio basically said the same thing to the BLM people that are supporting what's going on in Cuba. Um, We'll switch. Go to Cuba. Please go to Cuba. We'll pay for it. We'll figure out a way for you to go. So good for Marco Rubio, the person I really agree with. They've got millions. There's a bunch of multimillionaires in Black Lives Matter now. You bet. You bet. That's one of the most successful ripoffs of all time. But that in Scientology. And um, so now my my question I wanted to ask you. That's just my opinion, by the way. Yes, of course. And I just wanted to ask you both because now that the UN is recognizing, I, I mean, BLM as, I don't know, I mean, sort of like I said the other day, like the Palestinians, are they going to have their own? And I'm, I'm dead serious. Do they want a state? Is, is that, is statehood um, a BLL, BLM objective? Because if you're yeah, right. I, yeah, I think in a way it is. I'm sorry, Gary, I interrupted you. I beg your pardon. Please go on. No, I'm just on. saying they already have their own state. It's called downtown Chicago. Well, they mean, already have District of Columbia. No, 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 but, no, but I mean, places. guys, yeah. in all seriousness, you know, there was that great episode of um, uh, Family Guy where Peter set up like Pretoria, his own sovereign little country. Uh, is that where we're headed, that the BLM people that we're willing to give in to these demands, Ben? Because that's what terrorists do. They give well, demands. I, that's not where I'm headed, but I guess it must be where some people are headed. I have a, a close you. family member who, although... BLM is explicitly anti-Israel, explicitly, explicitly pro-Hamas, explicitly. This woman had always been a big fan of Eretz Israel, uh, as she's now supporting BLM. So uh, anything can happen. Anything can happen. And, uh, scary. Annex him a couple thousand acres up by the Canadian border in the mountains and let him No, no, no. I like it there. Yeah, just where no one's at. They, ben, they won't last a winter. There so. isn't anyone there. There's no one. There's lots of people. <laughs> and by the way, when you say they, he's referring to this, all the supporters of BLM, which include a, a, a million million white people. So we're not, it this isn't a, a, if we're talking be, about. The, the problem isn't the black people. The black people are fine. The problem, I mean, they're, they're exactly as same as the white people. The problem is maybe we seek the profit and make money off phony claims of racism. The problem is the shysters and the crooks. Yep. Racism sells. Definitely does. Sorry, Gary? Racism sells. I mean, it's... Absolutely. Very well put. Racism is the newest, hottest selling thing there is. If I could could have a racist mobile car, I, I bet I could sell a lot of that car. 
<laughs> That's quite funny um, and true and sad. Um, one more thing I wanted to bring up tonight, which is um, that the, uh, I mean, it's just another one of those things that who cares, right? Um, the uh, federal prosecutors were delaying probing into Hunter Biden until after the election. And it's not a story, of course, who cares? It doesn't matter that this guy is an actual criminal. Why investigate him then until after the election? And the reason, and it's why this is such an important story is, is because had they actually done the investigation, media networks would have had to pick it up. And there are a lot of people in this country that aren't getting news. We like to think sometimes that, that people are all indoctrinated. People just aren't getting any news. Yeah, I agree. Ben. You're not getting any news that is really news. What they're getting is the agitprop of the extreme left. And, and by the way, I have many friends who are leftists. Every almost everyone I went to law school with is an extreme leftist. That's just standard of the graduates of Yale Law School. And they're wonderful people, and I love them a lot. But I'm talking about the ones who hate America. Those are not the ones who are my friends or my pals. And and what what the hell has gotten into their brains that they would say that? They would think that. I, mean, look at, I look at myself. Here I am. Look, you can see me right here. I'm on, I'm on a screen. I'm an old Jew. When I was born, the Nazis were killing 10,000 Jews a day in Auschwitz. The Americans fought to liberate, not all, but a lot of the concentration camps. My father-in-law, Colonel Dale Denman Jr. of Prescott, Arkansas, fought hand-to-hand against the SS near to, to, to liberate Gunskirchenlager, one of the most vicious, horrible death camps. He fought for his life to keep my fellow Jews alive. And we dare say that this is a racist country? What the hell is wrong with us? You know, Gary, uh, first of all, uh, thank you. I always love when you talk about your um, father-in-law. Father-in-law. Um, but Gary, uh, I, I really think mental illness. I, I, I can't think of, Ben, we were talking about somebody else today on the phone. Uh, it doesn't matter who, obviously, we won't ever bring up the name. But Gary, mental illness is, is um, uh, we like to throw the term around, but I really believe it's permeated a lot of people in this country through lack of spirituality, lack of parental figures. Um, it, it, lack you know, of God. Lack, lack of God. Lack, lack of God. When we, threw, when we threw God away, which we didn't have to do, nothing in the Constitution said we had to ban the Lord's Prayer. Nothing said that. There's nothing in the Constitution about that. We, at, at no point, did we make a worse step towards losing America than when we threw God out of our daily lives. I believe, Gary, that causes that. Oh, and I said lack of spirituality because I'm saying even a higher power, Gary, something yeah. that you are yeah. not. That you, well, you know, it, and we've lost that, that everyone, you know, I, I'll use my rush lyric. Everyone has to work hard to get to their heaven. And it's true. And we've lost that. People no longer want to work hard to get to that afterlife, to, you know, to, to the divine, to understand that. Losing that's a huge ethical issue because now ethics are out out the door but i also look at health we're the unhealthiest country in the world pretty much and when you cannot really? when you, when you are poorly 
nutrition, obese, you lack exercise, it's proven fact, you lose cognitive function and you can lose it very drastically. You have an inability to comprehend and analyze information and make rational decisions. Unhealthy people tend to make irrational decisions. They have bad coping skills. That's part of it. But I think you combine everything in together and it's kind of the perfect storm and why I believe that people just will not listen to facts is because they have the inability to analyze those facts. They can't comprehend facts. It's, it's regurgitation, and that's part of the initiation process of socialism. It, it's I, I think there's a lot to that, and I, and I do observe that there is a correlation between how people's health goes and what kind of care they take of their health in, in a real way, not in a crank way, uh, and uh, their ability to function as uh, analyzing rational people. Well, yeah. Dan, he also he raised he raised a great point because we're to, you, know, you want we and we will get into an episode where we really get into critical race theory. But um, I love the word critical because critical thinking doesn't exist anymore. It, critical thinking, for the most part, is dead. Um, and I love how because if you could critically think, you would critically think that critical race theory is critically idiotic and, and, and absolutely asinine if you could critically think about CRT. Well, if I may say this to get to, get to your keyword here, critical. One of my best friends in law school was an incredibly smart fellow named Duncan McLean Kennedy, who uh, he started critical legal studies when he left Yale and became a professor of law at Harvard. Which, or I guess, an assistant professor, then an associate professor, then a professor. Very, very, very super smart guy. And he, he started critical legal studies. And his study, his, his was not based on race. He, he just said the decisions of courts will be made in terms of benefiting whichever person in the lawsuit has the most money. And there was a lot to that. And uh, there still is a lot to that. And uh, he was a terribly, terribly smart guy. But this and was and is a terribly smart guy. But this uh, is a, what we're seeing now is a distinction. He, he produced data. He produced data and case law that I think, at least to a very large extent, made his case. The people who have got critical race theory going don't have anything going on except a slogan. That's all they have is a slogan. You know, you're, somebody brought this up in chat, and I, it, it's, it's really funny. We, when we were kids, I mean, Ben, I know, Gary, we, you got your aggression, aggression out at recess, right? You yeah. used to be able to play dodgeball and certain games that were extremely physical. And we used to play a game called Kill the Carrier. Simply, who was ever holding the football got tackled. And, and, we, and we did that else. for about 40 right. minutes. By the time we were done and we came back in, you were exhausted. You, you, yep. you, 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 you got your aggression out. A bunch of boys got their aggression out. And I, I, I think that they've taken so much of this stuff, Ben Stein and Gary, out of the schools. I don't even, I don't even think dodgeball is probably allowed in half the schools in America anymore. Yeah, but a lot of, <laughs> an awful lot of schools where razors and guns are allowed. Yep. I mean, the, the American schools, well, I sure would not want my son, whom I love so, I, I was about to say I love him like a child, would not want him to go to a public school. And I, and with, with great respect, my granddaughter, who's the cutest, sweetest kid on the face of the earth, I would not want her to go to a public school. I would want her to go, I'd much rather her go 
to a private school, but uh, it's not up to me. I'm not her father. But anyway, I'm... Yes, on that note, as we are running out of time, I just want to move a little, have a one-minute fun discussion. Ben often sings this out, Gary. Um, mm-hmm. but, but what a lot of people don't know about Ben is Ben likes Dr. Dre, too. So I'm surprised he's never taken us out with a Dre song. He He's into some very eclectic type of music. Gary, you are a huge Rush fan. What would yes. you be embarrassed if somebody heard you listening to? God, that's a good one. Because I actually I have a wide. I have variety. got like a hundred. Yeah, I listen to classical music. I listen to, hey, I'll I'll jam out some Kelly Clarkson every once in a while. You know, some, you know, Tracy Chapman. I mean, I, what do you I, mean I Tracy like the, Chapman was great? Ben and I when we drove down to the desert, sing uh, fast car together. Cindy Lauper. I mean, come on. I like musician. I like great artists. I, I, that's what I like. I like talented artists. That's what I like. Okay, but um, so, uh, but what, what about Benatar. you? Maybe because I'd be jamming out with some Pat Benatar, I guess, maybe. I see, there um, you are. So you're not just like a rush prog rock guy. You have no. you have a, a few people, Will, you're... And so, Ben, I ask you the same thing because you love musicals. You, you love um, show tunes. Um, you love all different types of music. You always sing us out the songs... You know, yeah, I want to hear you rap. I, I like I like such a wide variety of music. It's it's incredible. Unfortunately, the one kind I really don't like is the kind my son just absolutely loves, which is I believe it's called North Korean rock or something like that. Or, no, no, it's called techno. 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 It's called techno. Right, North Korean rock. Okay. I'm and, just kidding. Uh, He's a very wonderful kid. Yeah, and but on that note, we all you know, I, I think. We, you, you, we all diversify our music. And I think that's the problem with the left is they have no diversification in their lives. They have absolutely zero. Um, it's, uh, it, they have no diversity with their dating lives. They have no diversity with uh, the entertainment they consume. Zero diversity in their, in their willingness to open their minds and study, Ben. Exactly what they accuse us of. Um, I want to thank everybody that's been listening and watching tonight. Remind everybody... Tuesday night, we'll be back. Um, Also, please keep downloading the podcast wherever podcasts are available. Um, Please follow Ben at spectator.org and follow us on Getter um, and all the other platforms that we're still on. And of course, Gary, tell people where they can find you and who's up on your next show. The simplelifenow.com is the website. The podcast is The Simple Life with Gary Collins and it's episode 100 and I talk about whatever happened to practice what you preach. That's, um, that's actually a great title. Ben, take us out. Somebody wants to, Ben, take us out to something, something, whatever you want. In Birmingham, they love the governor. Ooh, now, we ooh. all did what we could do. Now, Watergate does not bother me. Does your conscience bother you? Tell me true. Sweet home, Alabama. Where the skies are so blue, sweet home Alabama, where the governor's true. Have a great night, everybody. And yes, Gary is with us to the people that just tuned in every Saturday night. So uh, for Gary, he's always has an open seat at this amazing table. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you Tuesday night and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Be safe. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Wow, Judith.